Oh, wow, would you look at that? She's here. She's here. She's queer in a way she's not comfortable talking about yet. <laughs> the subtle movement of me writing down the timestamp. Really love the self editing that comes by with a podcast where I say something and I get to just make a little note down on a piece of paper where I was like, you know, I hate myself, but I hated myself specifically at minute 105. <laughs> that was particularly terrible right there. Um, welcome to the first of 100 episodes of this podcast. It's nice to know when it's going to end because then I can get it started. I don't know how to describe that better. Did you hear all of my bones crack when I tried to move? I'm not even 25 yet. <laughs> Love that for me. I've made myself an alcoholic beverage for the throat. I was in no mood to do this today. Uh, <laughs> welcome to my home. When are you leaving? <laughs> uh, today's Remembrance Day. I went to my old high school, which is the anxiety equivalent of, um, I don't know, going to your old high school. <laughs> what? I guess it's like the anxiety equivalent of maybe going to your retail job that you hate on your day off. Does that make sense? I don't know. Welcome to episode one of 100 episodes. I keep saying that and it just doesn't quite sink in, but here we are. Uh, I'm going off, like I said, the IMDb's top-rated movies. They have 250 here, but I'm only doing the 100 because I just, I can't, I gotta break it down into small segments. That's what all my teachers told me. And now, here I am, 15 years later, in my childhood home, um, because the economy is shit. And I'm taking their advice. You know, I didn't take their advice when it came to learning fucking math. (laughs) fucking math or fucking english but here i am we're watching the 100th movie right now uh that would be amelie you can tell from the title um i haven't watched this movie since probably 2009 so about eight years after it was released in 2009 i was in grade nine so just starting off my high school career um did i have my braces no i just got them removed no did i get them removed i don't know Schrodinger's cat of braces. I either had my braces or didn't, but either way, I did not know how to do my hair, take care of it in the least, and I had those disgusting glasses I hated. It was a good time. I really felt um, like a pile of dog shit, <laughs> but like one with promise. She's bright, but she's a piece of shit. That's that's me. <laughs> Watching Emily. I have not watched it since 2009. I'm excited to watch it with... Um, the brain of the person I am today, a very different brain than 2009. I would not have made the choices um, I made in 2009 had it been for the brain I have now. The brain I have now would not have allowed any of that nonsense to to, to happen. Um, but I mean, that's probably why the brain is the way it is now. Emily was made in 2001. It was directed by a gentleman called Jean-Pierre Genet. Genet? I'm French too. This is why this is going to be even more embarrassing. Bear with me, friends. Bear with me. Uh, screenplay was by Guillaume Laurent and stars uh, Audrey uh, Totu. I could have written the gentleman's name also, but really it's Audrey that, that it's all about here with her fucking iconic little bob and those micro bangs that just note to self, if you think you want to cut your bangs, don't do it. Just don't. 
don't do it. Don't cut your bangs. You don't want to. You don't really want to cut your bangs. You want some control over your life. And might I suggest journaling. This movie made uh, about $174.2 million in the box office with a budget of $10 million. I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that I um, am going all out with the research because I'm not. I have a Wikipedia tab open, the IMDb tab open, and um, a Google search open. I'm not, I'm not going all out on this because you know what? I'm not getting... Sorry, my dog is making the absolute most sounds. I don't think he knows what a podcast is, but I think he can tell I want him to shut the fuck up. And so he's really sighing a lot in this sleep. But you know what? You go off, buddy. You're not going to, you're going to stop me. Not going to rub your armpits anymore. My dog likes to have his armpits rubbed. I don't, I'm not going to get into it right now. He's weird. He had a, he's found a way to sweat. Dogs don't sweat. They pant um, or lose heat through their ears. But my dog always has damp armpits. And they have no hair. They're just little bald, damp armpits. And it's absolutely, it's disgusting. And I love them so much. It's ridiculous. Emily, also known as <laughs> Le Fabuleux Destin d'Emily Poulain, a.k.a. The Fabulous Destiny of Emily Poulain. It's a 2001 French romantic comedy filmed and directed by Jean-Pierre Junot. Like I just, like I, Junot, Junot, like I just said. Kill <laughs> me. Written by... <laughs> Who I also just said. Well, they say Junot also wrote it. Wrote it? They said Junot also wrote it, but I bet you anything was Guillaume and Junot just wanted to put his fucking name on it. The film is of a whimsical depiction of contemporary Parisian life set in Montmartre? Montmartre? Oh my god. <laughs> you know, my mom used to have sit down conversations with all my friends' teachers because they tried to kick me out of their class. They'd be like, listen, your daughter does not know how to speak French. She does not know how to write French. I don't know how I'm going to teach her. My mom's like, joke's on you, French teacher. She doesn't know how to spell or uh, write in English either. So do your best. Just some words of uh, encouragement from my parent to the teachers that had to deal with me. Um, It tells the story of a shy waitress played by Audrey Tatou. Tatu? Totu? It's the cutest name. Uh, who decides to change the lives of those around her for the better while struggling with her own isolation. The film was a co-production between companies in France and Germany, taking in over $33 million in limited theatrical releases. It is, it is to date the highest grossing French language film released in the United States and is one of the biggest international successes for a French movie. That is both surprising and not surprising. Um, I remember watching this movie and I was all about it. I mean, like Tumblr really like brought it to light for me. I was like, what is this absolutely oversaturated, glorious green and red Parisian, gorgeous, jazzy ball of light. And they were like, oh, it's Amelie. Go check it out. And I was like, cool. I want to get micro bangs. I really enjoyed it the first time I watched it. The soundtrack's gorgeous. Um, it's a lovely story. I think also what I've, I find is happening looking over the movies that are going to be coming up in these 100 other episodes, uh, a lot of the movies that people seem to like have sort of these undertones of ultimate good, I guess, and hope. And I think that's very sweet. You know, as annoyed as I get that Shawshank Redemption is number one on this list, I am going to take all of this with a grain of salt. I can be a little bit of a bitch when it comes to movies, but I also like love the idea of film as a human connecting art. It's feels like it's the most widely you know viewed art in the world and it's innately human in the sense that it's just 
you go what you know seldom you're not gonna often go with someone to a museum and check out art together and talk about art and how you enjoyed it but you've you've 100 gone to a movie with someone and, and discussed it and i think that's really nice and it's really nice to just watch a movie about of and watch two people be human and then relate to them on a human level it's it's i love movies i don't know what else to tell you i just really love movies another thing you'll find when you google amelie is um a lot of people asking <laughs> i kid you not the number one most googled thing when you google amelie is why is amelie so popular so not even we know why but i think regardless of if you've been to paris or not you have this image of paris in your mind and like those little circle cafe tables and a cappuccino and a croissant and like a bike with a basket cigarette smoking and it doesn't hurt you bridges these are all things that, that come to mind and amelie is really i think good at bringing that like squeezing out that pure made-up nostalgia and putting it in a movie I'm excited to watch this. I'm excited to see how I feel about it now, so many years later from watching it. I'm excited to watch it. Oh my god, I'm excited. Can you tell by all the times I said I'm excited? Guys, I don't sleep anymore. <laughs> I never, I didn't sleep, and then I went on Zoloft, and then I slept so much, and now I've gone back to not sleeping, but also I'm doing more creative things. What you're going to find with this podcast is, yes, I'm going to talk about movies, but also inevitably I'm going to talk about myself. I have a Leo moon. What do you want from me? <laughs> I'm, and I, have, I, don't, I can't afford therapy. I can't afford therapy and I have a Leo moon. Just work with me. <laughs> Just humor me. Let's get into it. I'm going to go ahead and cue up this movie and I will come back here and I will sit down and we're going to go over it. We're going to go over it because I genuinely don't remember. Truly, the only thing I remember from watching this movie the first time I watched it is a tiny chef maybe though i could be mixing that up with ratatouille very possible or no this one is definitely from emily i i definitely remember a scene of um her kissing a man's eye not the <laughs> an open eyeball <laughs> a closed eye and i remember even like when i was young just being like that i'm gonna do that <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna kiss a boy's eye <laughs> so that so that he knows that, like, I need him. <laughs> and that's fun, right? That's romantic. Cue up Amelie, and uh, I'll see you back here in a bit. Kisses. All right, I want to hear something so funny. Um, <laughs> there's, like, nine days till Christmas. <laughs> I don't know if you are familiar with time and how it passes but um last we checked in it was remembrance day um beginning to mid-november um and now we are fully near the end of uh december look i don't like being this way but it is the way that i am so you know i just gotta i just you gotta work with what you have and what i have is a severe procrastination problem that's connected to an anxiety of not doing the best ever um i don't know <laughs> look doing things is hard because if you're not doing them perfectly immediately you want to just set fire to the whole affair but you can't do that. You got to just record what you record, throw it together, and then be like, you know what? I did that. 
no one can say I didn't because I did. So I just need to remember that instead of not doing it. And then people going, hey, like, what? You going to let me know when you've done your podcast? And I go like, yeah, no, no, definitely. Yeah, it's, uh, I just got to, like, get a better mic. Cause I, and they're like, what? And I'm like, sorry, I got to go. And they're like, why are, you, why are you leaving right now? We're, we're in the middle of dinner. I don't understand. And then it's just I get in a lift and I just leave. Um, that's called avoiding your problems. Don't do that. Okay. So my issue was I recorded this a few times between now and last month and I every time I recorded it I either thought this isn't funny enough or this isn't interesting enough and I'm like you can't be both and sometimes you can't be either so just do it just Nike had it right the whole time just just do it Amelie was a good movie it was a good movie when I first watched it and I didn't realize how much I remembered it until rewatching it and I realized I realized that a lot of like I really absorbed that movie it really like affected me and it's interesting actually now because since I watched the movie I actually watched it again <laughs> because obviously it had been a while since I watched it the first time I was supposed to record and I've been watching The Good Place um I'm all caught up on it and it's so so good I wish I'd joined philosophy class in high school but upon saying that I'm realizing no I'm glad I did not join philosophy class in high school because uh I would not have liked that <laughs> talking to high schoolers about philosophy would not have been fun but there's that interesting concept of like being a good person and what it means to be a good person and and I think when I watched Amelie, I was like, yeah, doing things for people, going out of your way to do things for people so they're happy um, is good. And even if you're not entirely happy, like, that's okay. Because they really only stem on her happiness at, like, the very end of the movie. And I think, like, I really glazed over that when I was younger. I think I, I watched it and I was like, yeah, oh my god, she's so good. She just, like you know, spends all day just like, you know, she'll go to work and then she'll spend all night thinking about things and then she'll do this and do that so that those people are happy. But she never, oh, Norm, okay, you gotta get settled here, bud. It's an audio, it's an audio medium. So the more you move, the more I hear. You gonna lie down? Okay. Okay. Yep. And one more turn and I'm sure it'll be perfect then. There's a theme of kind of like the savior complex I guess but also like the fear of being known it's it was it was good there was the sapia like the way that it's colored a lot of like red and green which I you associate obviously with Christmas it doesn't come off Christmassy maybe it's supposed to come off as Christmassy Christmassy (laughs) maybe it's supposed to come off as Christmassy um in the sense that you know the the time of giving but like you know what's the point of giving if you're not like you know it's not it's maybe it's the complexity that is Christmas and I'm realizing it now because again there's like nine days till Christmas so I'm realizing you know there's a complexity with wanting to show people who care about them and and wanting you know it's supposed to be a happy season and blah blah blah, but it's kind of ruined for everyone because we're all stressed out and like getting the right gifts and like I'm like you know everyone's broke I was gonna say I'm broke but everybody's broke you know we're all going in deep just to like spend money on people to show them you care when really you just have to be there for them and be honest and speak to them but it's that fear of being known that you know we all feel I mean I I 
definitely feel the idea that it's like you'd rather go out of your way and try to pick up on little signals to help people in little ways as opposed to just sitting down and being like, I can't give anything right now, but I love you and I hope you know that. Like that's so much more terrifying than just giving someone a gift that you definitely can't afford. Uh, but that eye-kissing scene, though, am I right? Worth it. I didn't realize it was so close to the end of the movie. Um, I didn't realize that that took so long. I was thought I had a weird cut, and I was like, is she, is she not gonna kiss his eye? Because, like, what the fuck was I talking about? <laughs> but she does, in fact, get her eye kiss, and it's amazing. When I was looking through the list of these movies, uh, I said before there's, like, um, an inherent theme of hope and I guess, humanity and the goodness of humanity. And this is, like, a really good foot to start off on because that's exactly what this movie is. It's one woman who doesn't really know what her place is and she she tries being this secret, I guess, helper. I'm just thinking in only Christmas terms now. <laughs> uh to these people to help them with the things that they need. The man across the street who has glass bones and can't leave his house. The, um, I don't know if it's his son, the son of the shopkeeper who is like, you know, verbally abused by his father, uh, for being slower. Uh, the, who else do we have? We had the, oh, the fucking psychopath, (laughs) the psychopath ex who just like hangs around the cafe that would never slide. Like, if my ex would come to my job every day and just absolutely, like, harass me, there's no way. There's no way. I'd knife him immediately. <laughs> like, not even the cops. Like, I would take a knife to him immediately. Is that bad? Does that mean I'm unhinged? I don't know. But, I mean, that woman just, like, put up with a lot. And also, she just, like, was a chiropracting people to chiropract. She could have broke people's necks. But, um, I don't know. There was a lot. It was, it, it's quaint. It's a quaint movie. It's quirky. It's fun. It makes you feel nice, it's warm colored, it's fun, it's a journey, it has a good story. It's a great movie. I really like this movie, and I'm glad that I watched it again so I remembered how much I liked it. Not just for the eye-kissing scene, but just in general, I just really enjoyed this movie. Um, I think the color scheme of red and green kind of encapsulates like the idea of like gift giving and like I mean it doesn't always for everyone represent Christmas but it is a very Christmassy kind of color palette so the idea of like uh extremes maybe like the idea of 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 the season of giving but then being so upset and so alone but being around so many people but feeling so alone like the maybe the extremes you know red is a very like is on the opposite uh side of the color spectrum to green so maybe how they kind of pull and push each other the idea of like loving everyone but not giving everyone love but not accepting love yourself the two extremes of that the two extremes of you know wanting to help people but you have to realize that you can't there's not an answer for everything sometimes it's the the answers are kind of in that gray area in the middle um I want mini bangs, little mini micro bangs, so bad. I really should make notes for this. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going off the top of the dome here. Look, like I said, if you want a professional podcast, there's so many out there. 
your girl just needed a hobby. And um, I love movies. I just, I really love movies. I love watching movies. I love talking about movies. I hope for more of these I can watch them with people. Because I think uh, I would really enjoy that. This one, unfortunately, did not work out when I tried to watch it with people. I did have guests actually lined up, but unfortunately, the uh, I just assumed that the movie would have subtitles, being as it is, seeing as it is a French movie. I just assumed that it would have uh, subtitles. It did not. So instead, um, I just hung out with my friends and drank like three bottles of wine and ate a bunch of cheese, which is like not a throwaway. It was a very nice time. But in the future, I would love to have uh, a guest here with me. Makes me a little less... Um, a little less introspective, I think, when I have someone else here. Oh. Is that my cue? Is that my cue to go? Amelie was a great movie. Makes you feel nice inside. Is a fun adventure. Can't think of any other movie that is similar to it. Any other movie that is someone just doing good things for people? Maybe Queer Eye? The Queer Eye show? <laughs> if you like, If you like Amelie... Try Queer Eye <laughs> on Netflix. I'm dragging on. Thanks for lending me your ear to talk about a movie in no detail at all and very rambly. Um, hope you have a great day. It's hard out there, especially now. Uh, now being not even this time of the season, but just in general now in this year, in this timeline, <laughs> it's real hard. Um... Do your best. You're not alone. We're all having a rough go, but, you know, you got to remember that. Just, you know, think about something you like. Think, you know, you like puppies? Think about puppies. Think about how puppies exist, and that's cool. Or, you know, touch something soft. Try to take a nap. Drink some water. You're going to be okay. Am I talking to you or am I talking to me? I don't know. I don't know, but... (laughs) I'm going to go drink some water. (laughs) Have a lovely evening. Au revoir.